Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This morning, Sydney records 112 COVID cases, the worst daily increase in more than a year. Melbourne and Adelaide facing a new COVID threat, a delivery driver with the Delta variant entering both states. A rescue package expected today to help keep New South Wales afloat during its latest outbreak. And the woman accused of sparking Australia's strawberry needle sabotage faces trial. This is 7 News with Edwina Bartholomew. Good morning. Sydney is bracing for an extended lockdown as COVID infections hit triple digits. 112 new cases were reported yesterday, the worst daily increase in more than a year. Of major concern, 34 of them were fully infectious in the community. So can I stress, that is the number that we need to see go down to as close to zero as possible before we can get advice uh, from health to say the lockdown can end. Bondi Junction is experiencing a COVID resurgence with an entire unit complex quarantined after eight cases were detected across five households. From Friday, a new vaccination hub will open at Fairfield, one of the city's worst COVID hotspots, while a 24-hour drive-through testing clinic will also open this morning. Victoria is on high alert after the Delta variant crossed the border from New South Wales. Victorian health officials have listed new COVID exposure sites in Melbourne after a group of Sydney removalists travelled to the state while infectious. An entire Maribyrnong apartment complex visited by the men is now in lockdown. I'm not surprised that we're seeing some flying embers coming in from New South Wales. The concerns at this point are around getting a, a full and clear understanding of the movements of this crew uh, in, the, in, in our state. Meantime, two members of a Victorian family of four who returned from Sydney have tested positive and are isolating at their home in the city of Hume. Contact tracers in South Australia are scrambling to track the footsteps of the COVID-positive removalist from Sydney who travelled from Victoria while contagious. The family of five linked to the removalist is in quarantine and has so far tested negative to the virus. Meantime, South Australia has tightened its borders with New South Wales, with residents returning from Greater Sydney now having to prove they can quarantine at home. Four people have been fined and placed into hotel quarantine after arriving on the Gold Coast from Sydney on a super yacht. The crew of the 34-metre vessel berthed in Southport after leaving Sydney last week. They've been accused of providing false and misleading information and fined more than $4,000 each. It comes as COVID restrictions are set to ease in the Sunshine State on Friday, with masks only required now at airports and on flights. 
Relief is on the way for businesses crippled by Sydney's COVID lockdown with a multi-billion dollar rescue package to be unveiled today. Political reporter Rob Scott is in Canberra. Morning to you, Rob. How much are those affected likely to get? Well, Eddie, the exact details haven't been released just yet, but it's expected the payments will be based on the previous scheme, which boosted the cash flow to eligible small and medium-sized businesses to help them cover overhead costs during the lockdown, which looks set to drag on for weeks. For individual workers, the COVID-19 disaster payments also look likely to be increased. Those who've lost 20 hours of work or more a week could see those payments rise from $500 to $600. For those who've lost less than 20 hours a week, the payment could go up from $325 to $375. The financial assistance for businesses, jointly funded by the state and federal governments, will be based on the number of employees and will also be contingent on firms agreeing not to shed jobs. It was a very effective measure because it gave business a lot of confidence and it went together with the income support. That's what we're bringing together. We're moving swiftly, but you've got to make sure you get that design right so it's simple very simple for businesses, and it's rapid. There are also calls to extend uh, the payments to areas outside the lockdown zones. For instance, regional tourism operators who've lost a substantial amount of trade due to cancellations during the school holidays. Eddie. All right, thank you very much, Rob. A woman accused of putting needles in Queensland strawberries is set to face court today. My Utrin's alleged act in September 2018 sparked a national food safety scare. The 55-year-old is charged with eight counts of contaminating goods for economic loss. A jury for the four-week-long trial is expected to be selected today. Strong winds and monster waves have lashed Perth's coastline. A severe storm has ripped the roof off a home on the southern coast of Western Australia. Destructive winds destroyed the property at Eagle Bay. The Bureau of Meteorology has issued a severe weather warning for Perth as the cold front continues to move north. Wind gusts could reach 100 kilometres an hour today. A tight-knit Victorian community is in mourning after a mother and her daughter died in a tragic house fire. Neighbours called triple zero to raise the alarm after they reported hearing explosions that sounded like fireworks going off. I'm aware that there's been reports of, of um, some pyrotechnic type equipment. Uh, all of that will form part of an investigation. It took around 40 firefighters an hour and a half to bring the blaze under control. Dozens of inmates at a Sydney prison have been secured after running a dramatic riot. At least 14 prisoners climbed onto the roof of the Park Lee Correctional Centre and started a fire. You can see smoke and flames billowing there from the roof. The prison houses medium and maximum security inmates. CCTV cameras have captured the terrifying moment a man walked into a Townsville business armed with a machete. He threatened a female worker, ordering her to fill a duffel bag with money and cigarettes before taking off. Police are now investigating the incident. A man has been charged with three counts of attempted murder after a shocking crash that injured three police officers in Canberra. The officers were conducting a routine traffic stop when it's alleged the driver of a green Ford sedan veered off the road, deliberately striking them. All three were injured, the most serious suffering a broken leg after being run over and trapped under the car. COVID has affected health, jobs, travel and business, 
but also real estate. Low interest rates, higher savings and a slowdown in home building have created what experts call the COVID premium. And whether you're buying or selling, you're going to feel the impact. Far from living up to predictions of causing a crash, COVID-19 has turbocharged Australia's housing market. Not only have we seen house prices catch up from where they were supposed to increase, but they've now gone even higher. Dr Rin has estimated the COVID premium. In other words, the extra boost to house prices between 2019 and 2023, thanks to the pandemic. Sydney buyers are facing a COVID premium of $125,000, Brisbane around half that, Hobart $50,000, Adelaide $39, Melbourne $35 and Perth a relatively mild $17,000. You're getting um, demand from low interest rates but also the transactions that didn't happen during stage two restrictions last year. COVID is also expected to trigger even less housing supply in all states except Queensland and WA. What we know is that demand outstrips supply uh, in housing and has done for a long time. Government stimulus and extra household savings have also boosted the prices home buyers are stumping up to get into the market. But economists say a slowdown is coming. Lower population and more houses are going to mean that house price growth is going to, to come off a bit. Some relief for the growing number worried about deteriorating housing affordability. Gemma Acton, 7 News. Well, after a slow start, Australians are finally starting to embrace 5G technology with the telcos racing to now expand their networks. One is using world-first innovation to fast-track its progress, promising to halve outage times and disruption to customers. 5G is the newest battleground for the major telcos and the race to roll it out is heating up. This is the first that I've ever seen a you know, that this type of assembly. TPG Vodafone is now pre-assembling and testing infrastructure in special radio testing chambers in what it claims is a world first. The upgrade process previously taking more than 10 days. Now the tower is forced offline for only a few hours. It has reduced significantly. Promising to have 85% of six capital cities connected by year's end. TPG Telecom is trailing behind Optus and Telstra, but they are playing catch up pretty quickly. Telstra has already achieved 75% coverage nationwide. We are probably in the top three or four countries in the world. Optus already has one million devices and almost a million houses on its network. The telcos are really battling hard. While 5G boasts greater capacity and faster download speeds, so far the uptake by Australian customers has been slow, with public confidence rattled by conspiracy theories about health and safety. But recent data shows demand is now steadily increasing. Aussies are known as uh, technology adopters, so they don't want to be left behind. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pet owners in Melbourne are being urged to keep their animals at home in quarantine after a severe strain of dog gastro spreads through the city's southeast. Symptoms can show between 24 and 48 hours after infection and include vomiting, a lack of appetite and lethargy. The advice is to keep pets behind the gate for 7 to 10 days. Checking finance for you now. The Dow Jones is rising, the Nasdaq also gaining. In London, the FT100 moderately lifted and Germany's DAX gained 103. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up 629 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose 171. The All Lords gained 60 points and the ASX200 made the same ground. On the commodities markets, gold is trading at 1,807 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 74 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying just under 75 US cents, 82 and a half Japanese yen and $1.7 New Zealand. Cuban protesters are up in arms over the country's growing COVID outbreak. Thousands of demonstrators have taken to the streets in the capital of Havana amid a rising number of infections and deaths. COVID restrictions, food shortages and regular power outages have also prompted the marches. It's the nation's largest anti-government protest in decades. South African military forces have been deployed as violent protests spread to the nation's capital there. Demonstrators have taken to the streets, looting local shopping malls and starting fires after former President Jacob Zuma was jailed for contempt of court. Six people have already been killed as part of the recent riots in South Africa. So far, 219 people have been arrested. More than 600 people have been allowed to return to their homes in Atami in Japan for two hours after they were forced to evacuate last week. Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga, Suga has, been, has also visited the disaster site and hotels of the victims. 131 buildings were destroyed in a horrible mudslide with at least 10 people confirmed dead in that disaster. President Joe Biden has met with an expert community panel to bolster support for a crackdown on gun violence across the US. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Tim, morning to you. Do we know what's come out of this meeting? Uh, morning, Eddie. Well, uh, the president will hope visibility for him as being tougher on crime is one thing that's come out of it. He's met with these community leaders a short while after announcing a new plan to uh, crack down on an increase in crime. Crime uh, homicides rising in this country by 30 per cent last year and believed to have risen by roughly 20 to 25 per cent on top of that this year. Uh, Biden has long had a, uh, uh, an appearance of being a tough-on-crime politician, but Republicans attack him for attempting to defund the police. At least they accuse him of doing that. He now wants the visibility of being a supporter of police, so has met with these groups to talk about uh, how they might spend more money uh, on the problem of curbing violent crime. The president himself, though, is hamstrung in this effort because Republicans do not support tougher measures on gun control, so 
the prospects of getting anything through Congress are pretty limited. Eddie? An ongoing battle. Thank you, Tim. To sports news now, West Coast, West Coast AFL finals hopes have taken a bit of a blow after going down last place North Melbourne by 10 points overnight. An arm wrestle for three quarters. The Eagles threatened to run away with the game after a four-goal streak in the fourth term. But the young Roos stood tall when it mattered, kicking four of the last five goals to seal the win. West Coast now sit eighth on the ladder. Several NRL players are unsure about heading to the Queensland hubs as the competition prepares to relocate. Sydney's COVID outbreak will see all New South Wales and ACT-based teams head to the Sunshine State for at least the next month. Clubs are hopeful families will be able to follow next week. The move will cost the NRL $13 million a month. Of course, State of Origin wraps up tomorrow night on the Gold Coast after Game 3 was moved from Newcastle. The Matildas have touched down in Japan as they prepare for their medal hopes into Tokyo. The full Aussie squad will spend the next week at Nara in southern Japan before their first Olympic group game against New Zealand. That's next Wednesday. It's good to finally be here, um, get used to the humidity and the heat um, and just to be with all the girls back um, from the various clubs and stuff. So it's good to be together as a group. The Matildas have a final warm-up game against Japan tomorrow night. Italy's triumphant European Championship team have been given a hero's welcome on their return to Rome. The team met with President Sergio Mattarelli at the Italian Presidential Palace as fans lined the streets of the capital to celebrate the country's first Euro win since 1968. An incredibly rare video game, 25 years old and in mint condition, has gone under the hammer for as much as a house. A Super Mario Nintendo 64 cartridge sold for record-breaking $2 million. The sealed copy, dating back to 1996, was sold at auction in Dallas in Texas. Back in its heyday, it was the first kind of 3D game featuring iconic Italian character Mario and was originally sold for $99. It was a great game. Taking a look at the weather around the country for now. A strong cold front crossing western and southern Western Australia is generating rain, more storms, powerful winds and hazardous surf. A weak trough is bringing showers to southeast Australia. High pressure is clearing showers in northeast New South Wales and also southeast Queensland and directing dry winds to the top end. Around the capitals, mostly sunny in Brisbane, 20 degrees. Mostly sunny in Sydney too, 21 degrees. Mostly cloudy in Canberra, 13. Mostly cloudy in Melbourne, 15. Mostly sunny in Hobart and 13 degrees there. Some showers increasing in Adelaide and 16. Those thunderstorms return in Perth with a top of 19 degrees. And Darwin, sunny and 33 degrees.